0: Welcome to the big show. This is Dim Lights and Stiff Drinks, Dive Bars of Seattle. Podcast of dingy taverns, back alley saloons, great roadhouses, and dive bars of the greater Seattle area. We explore the seedy history and salacious backstories of timeless drinking establishments along with, you know, sampling what's on tap and swapping some tall tales. We hang out in the places where sorrows are drowned and future regrets are made so uh, you don't have to. But you know we don't just talk about some of these awesome dive bars and confines of some cushy recording studio somewhere. Hell no! No, no, no we're no. not in
1: some air-conditioned recording
0: studio <laughs> right now. We are now. not. We are not in an air-conditioned studio. No, there's no AC anywhere near. We come where to we're you at. directly from Seattle's hottest, stankiest, sweatiest watering holes. That we can find. It's hot right now, too. It is hot. Yeah, it um, is hot. We're going to Day, what,
2: five or six of the heat wave? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's
0: like it's like 200 degrees or something, I swear to God. Well, and I just saw
2: the, the weather report today. I was so looking forward to the cool weather starting tomorrow. Guess what's coming in? Another, Cold front?
1: Another 90? Smoke. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> we, we need to do another just smoky special ends. episode, just like last just season. Just like last year, Oh, yeah. fuck. Smoke them yeah. if you got them. Goddamn global warming. Blue, anyway... With me, as always, the Dim Light Crew: Bob, producer extraordinaire; hey, noted historian and a celebrity author, Brad, the Stash Panda; hello, friends; sweet MF and Lou;
1: right on. Happy to be here. First time, actually.
0: First time on the podcast, really? <laughs> I swear, I swear, you've been on this podcast before. <laughs> yeah, you do kind of. Look you really look yeah, familiar. No, I've never been, like. been in
1: Ingalls. I've never actually hung okay. out in downtown Edmonds in a bar. No.
2: no. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Been here many, many times. This we're is in, my hood. We're in Brad's hood. Uh-huh. We're we in my turf That's right. Last yeah.
0: episode was kind of my turf. Now yeah. we're in Brad's turf. We'll we'll go to your hometown sometime, Lou. Uh, we swear. We swear.
1: Right on. It's part two of our North End and uh, every, series we're doing. We did every, every bar yeah, is yeah.
0: Bob's home turf. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. And uh, I'm your host for this episode. Let's go with um, MC... Uh, Sweaty ass.
3: <laughs> 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 like MC Swamp pass Swamp no
0: no no I was gonna go with the mc um what was it uh, what's the uh um uh, David <laughs> this is good radio right here we'll <laughs> <I can't. laughs> yeah. let it to shout out later <laughs> all right and, and tonight we are in angles pub in downtown beautiful but kind of hot Edmonds yeah. Right to uh, Brad's old stomping ground. Yep. Brad's current stomping ground. And it's kind of bustling
1: around. here right now. You'd think we were is, in Eastlake with how quite, hard it is to it find is a parking
0: bustling. spot. Well, well, also oh, my gosh. So I think it's that third Thursday of the month? Yeah, I think so. Oh, third Thursday in Edmonds? I believe and so, we're yeah. And we just caught up the heels of all sorts of shit that was going on in Edmonds. It's like, you can't throw a rock without hitting some sort of festival or event. And Ed- Edmonds is hot.
2: No, uh, it mean, used to be called Deadmonds. Not anymore, probably, not in any the last more. five years. Oh, it's, oh, all sorts of shit definitely. going on. Yeah, it's hopping. Yeah. I don't
0: know. how West Seattle used to be when I was a kid. Like, the only, on California Avenue, if you wanted to get a drink, you had to go to the New uh, Luck like or those were like, you go get wasted. Yeah, was like yeah, it. yeah. Now you can't go doors down without having a
2: bar. Yep, you know? yep.
0: So like, like, dive bars are popping up like flies. Yeah. Uh, no, they're not. <laughs> Unfortunately, not bars in fact, they're around dying like flies. 34. That's right. Exactly. No, that's right. Man, Brad? I do that's know right. what you're and saying, that's, man. That's why we're here. That's why we are here to, at Angles. That's why we're talking. That's why we do the podcast. Yeah. Because uh, we don't know how long these guys are going to be around. Gentrification has taken many of our compatriots over the years. Hopefully it doesn't take Angles. But... I don't oh, think Engels is uh, going anywhere anytime Posterity. soon. Yeah.
2: Posterity. Yeah. Well, this
1: is protected, too. It's close yeah. to the ferry. It's close to the waterfront. You, yeah. you can't mess with it. Yeah.
0: angles yeah. is going to be here at 2134. So if you're listening at 2134, come on down to Angles. That's right. Look for look for the graffiti scribbled in the bathroom wall. That that, that was us. Look for our heads in the jars over on the uh, <laughs> that's right. Next to the pickled <laughs> eggs. Next to the pickled <laughs> eggs. Send, send your drone surrogate in to have a drink. <laughs> Brad Yes Stash Panda Why yes. don't you tell us A little bit about Engel's Pub Because I'd like to know more You have been here Many, many times This is my first time Lou's first time Maybe Bob's first time I've been here before I was going to give a shout out To Brendan Scanlon My buddy used to live In the apartment complex Right next door And she moved out of there And now bestowed that To Brendan's place So sometimes we party up there On a Friday or Saturday night Maybe somebody down here for a 5 yeah. So not only is it a great place t- to grab a drink, but you can stumble out and probably crash on somebody's couch. Yeah, my buddy Ed lived right up the stairs. Oh. Up the perfect. Oh, yeah, yeah so. perfect. Yeah, so that's all. My yeah, that's how fantastic. And I just love, another shout out to Edmunds. It's been a while since I've been here. It's great community. be in it. You know, Edmunds is a lovely place, so yeah. thank you, Edmund.
2: Yeah, I've lived here for 26 years, so 26 most of my life years. at this point, yeah. yeah?
3: Uh-huh.
2: And okay. I love it here, so.
1: Oh wait! Uh, we have to interrupt the show. We just got an update from the uh, newsroom.
2: Yeah, so we were passed a note, and it says it was called Deadman's because of no radio and cell service. Service.
0: Oh, true that. So I remember that. I remember that day. Yeah. I remember driving yeah. driving down the roundabout downtown, the and literally like half a bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck is wrong with this town?
2: Yeah. But it's true about the radio too, like down here, if you were to try to tune into a radio station, no, you're not going to get it. Yeah, the Edmonds Bowl. Well, as far as where we're at tonight, so the building that we're sitting in was constructed in 1924, and one of its first tenants was the Sanitary Bakery. That was its name.
0: The Sanitary Bakery? The Sanitary they Bakery. They had, like, small that they had to establish themselves probably the papers that weren't even Whoa. washing their hands. I think they, <laughs> they, they yeah, actually no. baked those little cakes that they put in urinals. Yeah, yeah. that's right. And I think yeah. it refers to like, the Pike Place Market, the Sanitary Market. It was called the Sanitary Market because horses and livestock were not allowed there. Oh. And that's where the bakery was. It did oh. so I think maybe it had something to do with it's, it's a, a horseless nice. bakery. Huh, nice. interesting. I that I don't know. perfect sense. It, it, but nowadays, I mean, that would really be considered blatantly horsest. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But if you, like today, though, if you were hungry, I mean, you're I mean, walking I mean, down I mean, the street, and you see a place, and it's called, like, Sanitary Hamburgers, <laughs> I would
1: be avoiding that <laughs> like, place. No, what uh, are you
0: overcompensating for?
1: Yeah. No. The place that got shut down before <laughs> us is yeah, surf yeah. burgers, <laughs> we're not them. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's got a, a C-minus rating from the health yeah, department.
1: yeah.
2: It has sanitary in its name. I don't know, man. <laughs> they're, they're overcompensating somewhere. Anyway, it became Ingles Lunch and Tavern in early
1: 1934.
0: So Engel's Sanitary Lunch and
1: Tavern?
0: <laughs> yeah. They downplayed. Yeah, it was a smaller font for the sanitary. Yeah. But lunch counter. you got to upplay up the lunch counter. Yeah, it was kind
1: of a
2: lunch counter. And this was, of course, right after Prohibition was repealed. That's revealed. how you throw
0: off the cops. Just say you're
2: sanitary. They'll never suspect Say <laughs>
0: you're a lunch counter.
2: Yeah. So the original owner was a guy by the name of Louis Christian Engel. He was a German native who was originally a cook at the town's shingle mill. Because this Edmund started yeah, out as like cedar, a shingle town. Cedar shakes.
1: Yeah. So Sawmill and they specialized the big yeah, was yeah.
0: pun. He was a cook and he made shakes. Is that some sort of dumb pun? Is that 30 years later. Shakes and malts? Same guy. The lunch counter? No? Oh, all right. Right.
2: Well, Louis, as it turns out, because, probably because he was German knew how to traditionally brew beer, and applied for and obtained the first beer license in Edmonds, which is still in effect today. And in fact, it's the second oldest liquor license in Washington State. Nice! And they still have it. So I, but I think it's but up you front, even brewer maybe.
0: brewer license, right? No,
2: a liquor, uh, well, yeah, yeah. at that point, it would have been a beer license. They weren't allowed to sell liquor okay. back then. All right. But it was the so he Washington State Liquor He wasn't brewing, he was brewing beer, beer. That he was just selling
1: period beer. period between when you could make just near beer and then serve anything exactly yeah right right i don't know if he
2: was to answer your question i don't know if he was brewing his own beer or not he was apparently familiar with traditional brewing methods so he might have like sold some of his own beer
0: maybe a little bathtub gin in the back room
2: i don't think so they were pretty wholesome things so um the ingola's luncheon tavern it was a true family affair where each member of the family took took turns working the different shifts that's kind of how it was back then, right? Some families... Uh, you you know, kids, you put them to work. You put them to work. I mean, that's how you survived. Everyone chipped Surf in and beer did fun. the son. Part. Yeah. Uh, even though it was part tavern that served beer, the Ingalls were adamant that it not become a saloon-type tavern, so they always kind of strove to keep it pretty wholesome and scandal-free. Uh, it was a place where families could enjoy a nice lunch and not worry about all, any kind of riffraff coming in with some, like, some of the taverns. It was kind of—it was one of those places. It was more not wholesome. Pioneer Square, yeah, not Pioneer Square exactly. In fact, the lunchroom eventually became a full-blown restaurant, and it operated primarily as an eatery that just happened to serve beer. But it—you know—it's primary function was not a tavern, even though that was in its name, at least originally. Um, in fact, its origins as a family-style restaurant have kept it relatively crime and scandal-free. So, unfortunately, I don't have any crime stories to report to you guys today. Well,
0: this is very wholesome born, Edmonds. take a break, hit the showers. <laughs> yeah. Very wholesome Edmonds is, you know, expected.
2: Over the years, Ingalls Pub has also served some famous visitors. So, uh, in 1948, Henry Ford II, Henry Ford's son, and a group of friends were in Puget Sound region salmon fishing. Uh, they stopped at Ingalls for a few beers before heading on to Seattle. Uh, after the group left, the bartender picked up a crumpled napkin from the bar where they were sitting, and on the napkin were some scribbles and drawings, which appeared to be the design of a new automobile, and the hastily scribbled word, Etzel.
3: Oh.
2: So that's kind of like so that's kind that's of a cool amazing. part of Ingles, like wow. maybe the Etzel was designed uh, here.
1: Does he still Possibly? have that? Did you? No, this it? was an
2: owner like oh, far, okay. far in the past. And, and then yeah. the, the... Too bad the, he
1: wasn't so drunk he forgot it.
2: That, that would be cool to like, put up yeah, on the wall. He remembered yeah. it and
0: made it. and It's the uh, Jeremy. Then the Ford crew like you know, went outside and hopped into their Corvette. <laughs> yeah, <went> <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: So the one of the first major automotive flops in American history could have generated, started right here. Nagelbach. Could have started right
2: here, yeah. yeah. Was, the, was the Edsel, I'm not a huge car guy, was the Edsel considered a flop? Well,
0: it was. It It was not a huge, bad seller initially, but Ford had huge, huge expectations of the Edsel. Like, they rolled out the Edsel thinking this was going to be the next big, major thing. And Ford pushed it hard. It released it at a, you know, car show, auto rama. But it never really thing. met and
2: expectations. It
0: sold okay, and then Ford was like, oh, crap, this is not selling anywhere nearly what we thought. So, in terms of what was projected versus what the public actually bought, it was one of the first, like, major, major flops for the big three. It also
1: turned out that they sort of overbuilt it for the time and it was a lemon. Everything was breaking down on it. So yeah. for years, that became like a trope. Like if you bought something that was a lemon, you'd be like, oh, this thing's an Edsel. Edsel <laughs> okay. <and that." laughs> like a Pinto. Yeah. And, and it, it all started here.
2: At yeah.
0: And it also lo- it was like on the tail end of some you know, prevailing winds in the automotive, right? Like it was big and chrome and flashy and wings <laughs> and stuff like that. When that was kind of going out of fashion, right? Like people yeah. were kind of getting yeah. tired of that kind of stuff. They were yeah. looking at more like kind of conservative designs or whatever. Right. Edsel was like, look at me. And everybody was like, mm, too much. It's like, too much. Uh-huh. we yeah. float on wheels. Exactly. Go. Substance over style. But now, pick up an Edsel, it's, it's bank. Those things are quite collectible. Yeah,
2: they look cool. They do look cool. Uh, in 1962, the Ingalls sold the place, though it still operated in the same capacity as before. Over the next 20 years, the business changed ownership and names on several occasions. Uh, at one point, it was the ref's Timeout. Uh, out. Say it again? It was called the ref's. Like the referee, the refs timeout. Okay. Yeah, a little play on words. I probably.
1: Ooh. Oh hell! Oh, yes. oh, we got more breaking oh. news from the newsroom. we
0: shot uh, just handed some complimentary
2: jello shots. <laughs> Woo!
0: To yeah. You know yeah. this. This might be. First, our first dive bar cello it. shots? Is it? Could it? Could it possibly be? I think it is. So All right, come on, guys.
1: Let's take
2: a quick. Okay, dive. we're gonna take a quick. We
1: don't wanna we want to insult our
0: host here. No, we, we, we oh, need yeah. to get this on the mic though. We need to get this Mom's on the mic. Dry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, wait, <laughs> I, I, Mine's not working. I think it's like maybe like you leftover from last week. You're gonna, you're yeah. Fin- you gonna finger my shot? Yeah. You. How does this work? Like that. Not working. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, thank you, right. you to some whoever the
2: yeah. benefactor was.
0: Oh my God, and that's got a shit ton of booze in it too. <laughs> yeah, you so, can tell. So yeah. Testament to his dive bar. You know, this is a test of a
2: dive bar. The Jello shot. The jello shot. You're right, actually. I can't yeah.
0: These are the first dive bar Jello shots we've done. That on is there. kind of
2: surprising, huh? So back to Ingles' history.
0: The the refs red flag yeah. or something. Yeah. So at
2: one point it was the refs' timeout. Uh, And then at some point in the 1970s, the place had become so run down that the Ingalls family actually tried to, like, distance their name from the place. Yeah. Um, It just became really kind of decrepit. Too seedy
0: and too, they were going
2: upscale? Got pretty pretty seedy. Fortunately, in 1980, acquired a new owner, a man by the name of Michael Dunn, who cleaned up the establishment and renamed it the Irish Pub and we see this with several and I've noticed this with several old places we've uh, recorded out in the past this is being ironic (laughs) well we've seen this before where like a place an old tavern will kind of fall into disrepair and become seedy like the bad crowd will move in and then someone will come in and realize its beauty and historical significance, throw a couple, of bucks, at it, throw yeah. a couple of bucks at it, restore it, and kind of bring it back to its original charm. Shut the doors
1: for a couple months so these losers can find a new place yeah. to drink.
2: Like Daryl's, for instance, yeah. you know, that, what he did there. Uh, the Fiddler's Inn, another example, Central Tavern. Mm-hmm. Like, we've definitely seen this before. So that's what happened here. Five years later after that, a man by the name of Dan Schultz purchased the business And he requested special permission from the Ingalls family to rename it the business Ingalls Pub in their honor. At that point, it had cleaned itself up and regained its original charm and luster. So they gave it to him. And once again, Ingalls Pub was back in business. And so it's been Ingalls Pub ever since. Nice. And this was like, you know, the mid-1980s. Uh, So since 85, since that time, uh, the pub has changed hands a few times with its focus mostly revolving around the music scene. In fact, in 2009, Ingles' pub was named the Best Blues Club by the Washington State Blues Society.
1: Really? Club. Yeah. Where's the band play? Right, right
2: here. I, I think in here. I think yeah. this is the band area that we're sitting we, in. We we
0: are actually yeah,
2: yeah
1: like
0: in the it's stage if you want to call so it have, area the and uh. Right there. The right there. It doesn't get much smaller. <laughs> we're <in a> storage <laughs> no. it closet does not get much smaller. We are in a storage closet that is that also serves, serves double duty. As but that's the always kind of cool it, when it it you sounds like music in a place like that. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Brad, uh, like have the, you ever yeah. been here for a... Uh, Actually, I show? have, and
2: it yeah. does sound really good. The place yeah. And it gets packed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's right a good on. It's a good place to check out some, like, blues or whatever. It's hard to
0: do some boot scooting, like, uh, the shanty or something, you know? Yeah, You, know, you just yeah.
1: sweat and close your eyes. Yeah, yeah. Feel the blues.
0: But, I mean, that's pretty bluesy, right? Yeah. It's got a bluesy feel to it. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And marquee on the walls, you walk in. What I thought was a tap list is no live music list live for music the next list. like couple of months. Yeah, good for them.
2: Uh, so the building is now 96 years old, and it has been home to a tavern and pub for 89 years. Uh, that makes it the third longest continuous business in the same location in Edmonds, behind the Edmonds Theater across the street and uh, the Edmonds Bakery. Sanitary uh, Bakery. The Sanitary <laughs> Bakery. That's right. Uh, a woman by the name of Dawn Vinberg, who I've met before, but super nice, is the pub's current owner and is carrying on with its historic legacy. So there you have it, Ingalls Pub is celebrated as an historic location here in Edmonds with good food, great music, and friendly people.
0: Uh, Yet another woman-owned, awesome local dive bar.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah,
1: That's right, Seattle and women. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's right. That is a
1: great story though. Uh, especially without a crime story yeah yeah
2: it's one it's of the few rich. places that doesn't Barely have a, a crime, a crime story associated yeah. with it yeah. yeah
0: although you gotta wonder maybe there was some crime that just got away with it underreported well i mean it did go arrest. through it's like seedy
2: history mm-hmm. there might have been like a little some the, um, low-level stuff going on
1: down at uh next door of, uh friends at the cabin the oil refinery so yeah. there were a lot of um Ruffians and tr- transient oil yep. workers coming up here with a paycheck, just wanting to blow it all on pull tabs and uh, some ne'er do wells.
2: this
0: is my first time in Angles, right? And that so far, I'm loving it, right? But I, I but I'm kind of looking around, thinking, okay, there's a lot of classic dive bar stuff going on here. It's got yeah. the vibes, got the feel. You got the it, pull
2: tabs, totally. you got the dart boards
0: for sure. Yeah. But uh, I am also kind of looking around, thinking, this place actually got so grungy that they had to close it down and refurbish it
1: well no they just had to uh sort of reset the clientele
0: i think so i think Correct.
2: they clean it up a little bit you know yeah. they probably had to like put some new equipment in and spruce it up a little bit but no you can look i mean you right above us you know you could see the original beams from the building the stucco walls. Although, yeah, uh, you we're know.
0: we're kind of in like a low ceiling little. What looks like maybe an extension at some point yeah. that like tacked on a you know yeah. couple of couple hundred square feet or something. Yeah. Because like I can see daylight through some cracks and stuff. It's like it's pretty. Well, before <laughs> pretty we were really recorded, ramshackle. I mean there was a
2: handyman back here doing some kind of repairs. Yeah. So yeah. you know it's it's still going on.
0: Yeah. It's oh, cool like too. A, some it? sort of walk-in cooler, probably some bodies or some shit in there. <laughs> some God knows what. So what. <laughs> Well, if you're seeing Which a blue show here,
1: too, this is also a working showroom. So we are surrounded by the things they need to keep it going, like kegs and straws and buttons. We are literally in plates. a storeroom. Yeah, so yeah. there's pe- going to be people walking by, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, grabbing a keg. Also the doing
0: exactly the same while a band is playing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Right guys are great. Don't mind me. I just <laughs> gotta get these supplies.
2: There's probably an art to doing that if you're like the guy that has to do that while the band's playing. Yeah. So you don't like completely, you know. But
0: there's a whole etiquette, right? It's like yeah, I'm sure there is. Roadie type etiquette. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if they're hiring. That sounds <laughs> amazing.
3: <laughs>
2: Barbara, I'm, yeah. I'm pursuing a new career. <laughs>
0: I'm leaving the
1: banking business. far back at at at, at uh. Well we
0: we talked about we evidence. did we did a whole thing with the shots and maybe we can re- revisit that cuz I'm I'm still just flabbergasted this is our first time our first episode doing sh- jello shots on air It just kind of boggles my mind us
2: around, Yeah that's true that's yeah, true yeah uh,
0: God bless America Yeah God bless America uh,
1: Jeremy you want to do a talking yeah, part or let's... do you want to go get round two
2: Okay, right. so we are here. We have our basket of pull tabs.
1: And uh, maximum uh, and I can just
2: feel that one of us is going to hit a big.
1: It's, it's it Maximum prize is four, what, $4? $250. The $250 is left. There are $250 left and $825 left. All right,
0: so we uh-huh. have Yeah. All right. Get in like on side. You, uh, too, have right. a chance of winning $2.6 billion. Lady I, luck. Play I have
1: there. a glasses ring and a...
0: Um, eggplant egg you need a red line with a dollar everything else I is don't garbage.
1: win All right, garbage, garbage, garbage come on so this is a $6 l- investment for our listener, right. I love seeing those uh, I love yeah, seeing, I those.
0: seeing our return we usually get, get about the same return rate
1: I have lemon cupcake,
2: and yeah, cup cupcake it's almost like it's the changing. odds are stacked, stacked against us in this there, was there, like
0: one, there was like one night where we came out like a dollar ahead Right? Wasn't there? Uh, oh, yes. That's I think about right. that night like One Every of us night. won like I five or big something, big and we're like, y- fuck, shit, yeah. we just made our money.
2: That was the big jackpot. All right.
1: That was uh. Ah, All right. We got
0: one. We have wow. A, the fact that we haven't hit anything is actually mm-hmm. might be a podcast first. All right. This is
1: the last
2: two. Uh, one of them on. is open, so it's the last one. So we get
1: shots, Blue. but no uh, darts. Who's the luckiest? Yeah, you get it. All right, I'm, I'm definitely not the on, luckiest. Man. Come on, Well, apparently no one's lucky tonight. I got Cupcake Guitar and uh, Icy. Wow. So that, well, Lou, be yeah if we a dollars investment, what's <laughs> <laughs> That would
2: be zero. There's <laughs> some way to put a positive spin on this, isn't there? You
1: only lost $6. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. For uh, 30 seconds of brilliance. They I should make it. You
0: guys, my dopamine levels are kicking
1: all right, Jeremy. Uh, what are we drinking? Give us right, a tap for All right, report. so
0: there are some good beers on tap, yeah. and there's yeah. nine of them or nine, ten, something like that, yeah. which is a good Number by die bar standard, so no complaints there whatsoever. And it's a good mix
2: because you got your traditional American lagers, the Budweiser's. We and, do, yep, we got and, a, uh, Bud
0: Light not doing the whole Bud Light cancel thing, good for them. Yep. Uh, what regular,
2: was the other one? Was it Coors
0: or? No, it was regular Budweiser, which yep. you know, you think, you know, regular Bud Budweiser, heavy. but the, yeah, <laughs> Bud Heavy? <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 <laughs> this beer's way too dark for me. No, Get buddy. this shit away from me. Bud heavy. Yeah. <laughs> No, but uh, not a lot of places have the old school Budweiser, straight up Bud Heavy on draft. We've got it here. You don't see it a lot. You're right. A lot of the Actually, lighter beers, you uh, know, Bud yeah. Light, Coors Light, yeah. whatever. We got some. We got some Rainiers yeah. and some Schlitz and some you know miscellaneous stuff like that. But yeah. yeah, a couple light ones, but also some good some good local micros. We got um, Black Raven Trickster IPA, fairly common amongst those beer scene in Seattle, but not so common in the dive bars, so that's cool. We've been to like one or two places that had it on tap. Awesome IPA at a uh, Black Raven in Woodinville. Um, we've got a Chinook lager, which actually has been in a couple of other dive bar taps, but fairly fairly unique. Delicious it, lager. That's it, it, what it, I'm it, drinking it, right is now. Is that true? What? It's no. That's it's not a fish beer. Okay. Oh, that's just a rumor. <laughs> You're thinking a coho brewery. Oh. Yeah, no, I'm not Shedrack. No. This is actually a light pilsner. I think I called it a lager. My bad. It's a light pilsner. Very delicious. A little Looks bit on the good. sweeter side. Looks but like you know, a good
2: it is summer night beer. It is definitely
0: the night for a good light summer style beer. Yeah, for So, sure. what'd you
1: pick for yourself?
0: That, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I got. And before oh, that right. was the Trickster IPA that I talked about, which is one of my faves. So I'm like, yeah. hell yeah, see, I'm in draft. Ab- fantastic! Uh, yeah, IPA. You can never
2: go wrong with Black Raven. What would
0: you get? Uh, so tonight, I had Brad? the
2: Elysian Space Dust. Uh, I think we were
0: just talking about solid, the pick, uh, a solid one of, pick. One yeah, of one kind of the, the most standard. common beers on the dive bars yeah. we have visited. Right? Two for one. Probably like two number one and number two. Yeah, and I yeah. hadn't
2: had one in a little while, so I saw it on the tap, yeah. and I was like, "That's yeah, that's that's the there one." There we I
0: want. go. Can't go wrong with that one. Lou, you're looking like a, you got a double shotter over there, double uh, no, fister. I just
1: came in and got two for one. Like when we were at, I think it was Central or Merchants, they had a drink special called the Happy Meal. Yeah. And it was uh, oh, Jamie yeah. on the Rocks and a Rainer Tallboy.
0: No Meals. shit. It was actually so special for tonight. Meal. All right.
3: Look at that smile on his face. The man's
0: happy, I didn't know. I actually didn't know it had a name, so good to know. Yeah. And the fact that it has a name and it's on special little place, like... Yeah. So that's uh, pretty Jeremy, cool. no ciders or sour on tap here? No, there were. Okay. No, no, there, there was were. a cider. Uh, there, Yeah, there was. Uh, I don't even remember which I don't There's remember. Cidery... Titan or something like that? Yeah. So, te- oh, yeah, Teton. Yeah, that's Teton. right. It was a Teton cider on tap. I... Uh, probably 90% of the places we visited have a cider or two on tap. Very common. I think that, and we talked about this before, I think it's very much kind of a Seattle Northwest thing, right? You go to some other bars in the Midwest or something, they're not going to fucking cider on tap. No no. way in
2: hell. It's definitely a Northwest
0: thing. (laughs) I'm not complaining. Again, nothing wrong with ciders. All right, let's talk about where we're at, Jeremy. (laughs) Engel's Pub in Edmonds with nine, not 18, but that's okay, taps on, on, on draft. Uh, We're drinking some delicious lighters, lighter beers, uh, uh, an IPA. You've got the happy meal, right? Correct. There we go. There we go. Right up the street from the Kingston or the Edmonds Ferry. That's right.
2: Ferry. Yep. We're down in the uh, the Edmonds Bowl, as they call it.
0: The bowl. Mm-hmm. You got some. You got some intel, Lou, on where we at. Okay, where we at? Where we're at. Aww, we're yeah, where we are. we yeah. Beautiful
1: downtown Edmonds, tranquil little hamlet, just twenty miles, uh, twenty minutes north of Seattle, right? Yep. Even if you don't know Edmonds, you know Edmonds because you come here to catch Kingston Ferry, go up to the islands. Um, but we all know you can't talk about Edmonds without talking about George Brackett. Brad. He's George the founder. He's the founder. I um, met I, his. I believe you have uh, some. Uh, You work with the local Edmonds um, Historical Society, right? Yeah. So
2: a number of years ago, I used to be a docent at the Edmonds Historical Society, and I was there one day working, and the great grandson of Of George Brackett came in, in. who was also named George Brackett. He was like George Brackett the fourth or whatever. Uh, so I got to meet him, and it was really cool. You thought
1: yep. you got into a time machine that was the actual George Brackett. Well, I and mean,
2: it was his first time in Edmonds. He actually lived somewhere in the Midwest, so this was his first time visiting oh, Edmonds. Oh. Oh, and, oh, that's cool. And oh, the, the great, museum was great, one of his first stops.
0: great-grandson of yeah. the founder. Yeah. First time in the town. Yeah. Wow. And Holy his first shit.
2: stop was the museum. So I was wow. talking to him, when he was, like, fresh that's entering Edmonds. Crazy. Yeah, it was pretty
1: cool. Yeah. Well, let me tell you a little bit about George Brackett. Like many other founders that we've talked about, he was a lumber magnate. Like Guy Finney, another Canadian who came mm-hmm. down here with big ideas. Heard of that yeah. guy? Um, but unlike Guy Finney, who made damn sure you didn't forget his name, George didn't need the fame and glory that comes with naming a place after yourself. Which is why we're not in Brackett Washington.
0: Oh. You know yep. There okay. are still traces of Mr.
1: Okay. Brackett to be found. Uh, Brackett's Landing North, which is a park just uh-huh. north of the ferry. Yep. Uh, Brackett's Landing in Bothell. However, both were named after him long after he was gone. If he was alive, he never would have stood for it.
0: Wow. No. He didn't right.
1: want it. Uh, born in New Brunswick, he came here in 1870 and started logging in Bothell. Uh, nothing? Logging in Bothell? Jeremy, you got a, your mom was logging in Bothell Joe? Nothing? <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> All right, never mind. Born in 1841 to Daniel and Mary Brackett, he was one of 20 children. Brad, can you imagine being pregnant for 20? 20 years straight?
2: That's how they did it back then, but no, oh I cannot God. imagine.
1: 20 kids. I know. It's like the almost the opposite of the uh, old trope. Uh, honey, I think I'm pregnant. It's like, <laughs> honey,
0: I don't think I'm pregnant. 19 of them were adopted. Come That's on, That's nuts. Read, read the byline there. All
1: right. George had enough of that chaotic household pretty quickly, and he left home in his teens with a brother, uh, one of the 20. What's your name again? Come with me. We're going to go logging.
0: You, 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 number 17.
1: (laughs) So then he went from New Brunswick to Wisconsin, don't you know? And then he worked his way west and came up here. Nicely done. Yep. He made his way uh, west. Wait, wait, wait.
0: wait, wait. You made it sound like he was specifically trying to escape the other 19.
1: I'm sure he was. Yeah,
0: okay. Right?
1: What better time to move out? Um, So then he went to Ballard. Started logging there. He moved up to Discovery Park, started logging there, went up to Bothell, and then in search of a new land, he uh, paddled around the coast, saw this marshy thing up on the hill, which became Edmonds.
0: This should be a. Pretty wild to think about. Like, yeah, um, I'm going to go up this hill that nobody's ever actually seen, or plotted, or mapped, or documented in any way check it out
1: (laughs) it's probably like uh, Pioneer Square where he saw the hill and was like oh I can just cut them and send them down the hill yeah into the harbor
0: yeah Uh, easy money
1: this should be a new segment we call Sweet Deals house band hit us with the Sweet Deals music in 1876 (laughs) George Brackett purchased 140 acres of Edmonds for 560 bucks sweet deal sweet deal Guy Finney bought 200 acres of Finney Ridge for 250 bucks So not as sweet a deal, perhaps. But uh, like Jeremy says, the land ain't worth nothing until you do something with it. And Brackett got to work, drained the marshy land, built a cabin, started a sawmill. Drink. Come on, everyone listens to the show. and know you have to drink every time you hear the word sawmill.
0: Okay, for the record, I was not proposing that you clear-cut land to build sawmills. That was not what I meant by it. There ain't nothing to the land to you do something with it. Just to be clear. Just to clarify. It.
1: <laughs> well, if he didn't do that, there wouldn't be Edmonds, which is awesome. Uh, as for the name of Edmonds, there are two versions of why he picked it. <coughs> One holds that it honors Senator George Edmonds of Vermont, um, spelled M-U-N-D-S, whom Brackett much admired. With the spelling change, it probably stemmed from nobody being able to look stuff up on their phone 1,500, 150 years ago. So I looked up to see what was so great about Senator George Edmonds of Vermont. He ran for president twice. He favored status quo or slow progress. He was a lawyer first, uh, left to argue and win.
0: Ran for president twice? Yep.
1: Didn't win. Otherwise, we would but still, president
0: bracket. You'd still, you'd think, you
1: think, know, we would sorry. maybe know his name. Well, you do know his name because you're living I in mean, the town he was born. Well, I mean, hundreds, hundreds of president.
2: presidential has-beens that have been forgotten yeah. to the dustbins Aww, of history.
1: Poor bracket. Aww. Yeah. Anyway, uh, George Edmonds, He loved to argue and win. He was known making his colleagues feel the sting of his criticisms. <laughs> um, some thought he just liked to oppose things in debate rather than offering alternatives. However, he was a reformer and somewhat progressive. My favorite story is Senator Edmonds. He loved goading Southern senators into embarrassing themselves by opposing black rights. So he was shrewd, and he just loved to race-bait Jesse Congressman into uh, saying something stupid for the press. So it was a cool story. I'm not going to sidetrack it into that, but they hated him. Not a popular fellow, huh? No. Well, once the Southern Crackers, they hated him because he loved to just uh, picking on him. He's also the author of two well-known acts: the Sherman Antitrust Law against monopolies, and the Edmonds Act against polygamy in Utah. Come on! Wow.
0: Yeah. So that guy what, doesn't like to have fun. I know. <laughs>
1: yeah. Or maybe
0: he,
1: <laughs> he just lived in a house with 20 kids and knew where this was all going. He like, yeah, you him. know, there really ought to be it's a lot. Like <laughs> craziness in Utah. Yeah. Trust me, it's not going to end well. Like Bane, I was raised in darkness. <laughs> I was raised with 20 kids. So in 1884, he planted the town and in 1890 became the city's first mayor. Legend has it that in order to obtain the 300 votes needed for incorporation, he listed his bull and dog as residents. Hell yeah. To hit the 300. So, shout out to the Georges of Edmonds, George Brackett and Senator George Edmonds of Vermont.
0: Shout out to the dogs that were counted and therefore made Edmonds, Edmonds what it is right now. All right. We're not done
1: yet. Let's talk about the famous residents of Edmonds, of Edmonds starting with none other than a resident historian and uh, author, Brad the Stash Panda. That's right. Uh, you got actress Bridget Hanley Known mostly for her role in the 60s TV show Here Come the Brides Playing Candy Pruitt Yep uh, Nothing How about Ken Jennings Of course Ken Jennings, yeah. the winningest contestant And now producer and sometimes host of Jeopardy yes.
0: uh, that I mean, He also Jennings? has a really yeah.
1: cool
2: local podcast With my friend John uh, I can't remember the name of it But anyway, he's, he, he has a lot of irons and a lot of fires He's doing a lot of stuff
1: don't listen to that podcast, though. Listen to this one. Yeah, he's of course. He's not talking <laughs> about dive <dial> bars. <bombs. laughs> so the smartest person in the country is from Edmonds. Uh, thank you, Ken Jennings. Uh, most famous travel writer, Rick Steves. Rick Steves. Oh yeah. Isn't yep. there even a Rick Steves? Um, uh, place there's in, the yeah. in downtown Edmonds. Yeah, his like travel
2: there's agency. His travel yeah. agency. Yeah. Thank For you. Sure. Just a couple blocks from here. Been nice. to the man's house before? Go on. I wrote a, uh, his biography for History Link, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, really? with a tiger staring at me, it was a crazy <laughs> night. No yeah, I, I got to hang out with Rick in his kitchen, interviewing him, so it was a cool experience. He's, uh, he's a solid guy man, nice. he's a solid dude.
1: Nice. Alright, I got one more thing, one of the things that is out of place in Edmonds, uh, Brad, you don't see anywhere in the city limits of any of the cities in the Puget Sound, casinos. Oh, model yeah. pizza. Oh, yeah. do, 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 do. Is this complimentary?
0: Like, what? Is yeah, you, so where did that come the from? The Sweet. Oh, oh, nice. <laughs> this pizza is like amazing. Holy shit.
2: This is Detroit grub. style pizza, and it's like as good oh, as you're going to get. All right, That's hot off the presses. It's we're gonna, so good. I've heard it's it. heard it's ridiculous. Shout out
0: for Angles Bub for the grub.
2: They opened their first one in West Seattle.
1: Is that the one yeah, with the four that. month line? It, it is that
2: one with the four month line and they then they opened it here and like we ordered pizza. I had to order two months ahead of time for a pickup order. That's two so months. Is- yeah.
1: They're not resetting each pizza day. Place. It's almost like a perfect marketing thing. Mm-hmm. So That's exactly. What it is. To just let the line build up. That's exactly what it is. is
2: just to build up the hype.
0: Yeah, I know one day your phone's going to ring is You're of genius.
1: you pick up your pizza. Like shit, I'm on vacation. Please put me well, on. No, have sorry, any, dude, you, have you guys out. ever
0: went to uh, Frankie and <laughs> Joe's on Capitol Hill? Oh yeah. The vegan ice cream. Mm-hmm. Do you want to wait for about an hour to get yourself a pint of ice cream? It's all about the timing. Yeah, but go, once again, the marketing... You go some days, no line. You go some days, two line. Now, granted, it is... Their stuff is killing. Yeah, is, yeah, it is killing. It's totally so. worth it. Yeah. yeah, it's totally worth it. Yeah. You remember when Molly Moon first opened? Yeah. yeah they sure. just saw one. I just saw ridiculous. they opened one up the street of Molly Moon's. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, but yeah like we like went through... The you deal.
0: know, line walk, walk yeah. around the block yeah. and stuff. You're know, like...
2: My favorite ice cream is actually Salt and Spoon. Salt and
0: Spoon. Oh my god, yeah. their ice cream is just yeah. ridiculously
2: good, good. Way better than Molly Moon's, in my opinion. No. Uh, is that
0: based it's out, boring, out right? of like Sultan? It's you, a okay, Ballard. Okay, you know, Ballard's. Yeah. At Capitol Hill. I've never heard of it. Yeah. Oh, they're so
2: good. I'll but they have weird one. shit. Like when I'm I, I gonna have went to there. Give a shout
0: out to Husky yeah. Oh, yeah, they had like a blue cheese one. They had like a pear and blue cheese. Yeah. Husky Deli in Seattle.
2: I tried a little sample of it. I was like, really? interesting, but I don't want a whole fucking scoop of this shit.
0: If I want blue cheese, I want Marie's salad <laughs> <cheese> dressing. <laughs> yeah. Marie's right. with some wings. <laughs> Invented in the Baranoff right. Green. That's right. right. That's right. All Episode right. We're back 13, from season two. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that.
1: I got one more thing. I was going to ask Brad um, what's up with your town and that you skirt all state laws and have two casinos in your city limits. The Crazy Moose Casino by the freeway and the Red Dragon on 99? The answer to that question is it's not actually Edmonds. It's in the Esperance neighborhood. It's
2: unincorporated Snohomish County.
1: Oh! So burn. that's how they get around that. That's kind You're of not like going to
2: find a casino down here Ed- in the fall. Ed- so Be- between yeah. 99
1: and what we, is the Mount Lake Terrace? city limit at 66 ours, yeah. is uh, unincorporated. Well, remember this where my Edmunds. old house was on
2: 220th Street? Yeah, yeah. Pretty much from that point going uh, east, I guess. Up to Highway 99, that's all Esperance. So it's all unincorporated in Snohomish County. So that's ah, how they get around it. Right yeah.
1: on. Yeah. So you don't have to schlep it out to uh, the casinos down south on the east side. You just come to Edmonds. Not also in Edmonds. there's a corner the stores as well. Yeah. No bodegas. Yeah. That's yeah. right. But speaking yeah. of that, last thing, Brad, you're the resident. Give us a shout-out to some local businesses that we all don't know about. We all know the waterfront's amazing. There's places to fish. The beaches are killer. It's like a little seaside town, but uh, I'll start it out. Porta Subs in Esperance is my favorite sub shop in Puget Sound. Okay. What else you got?
0: Porta Subs? It's, it's, it's well, you open with that? What the
2: There's fuck? a great neighborhood <laughs> coffee shop, Walnut Street Coffee. Nice. Which I love going to. There's the Edmonds Bookshop. So is that
0: the one right adjacent almost to Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they're a wonderful bookstore and they've been around for a long time, privately owned. I've worked with them a lot. Um, and So if, if you're in Edmonds, if you're down here grabbing dinner, or whatever, pop into the bookshop, grab a book, support your local bookstore. Right yeah. Go, go the
0: other way and get a little uh, gelato. There's a wonderful gelato. Yes, there but, is. is yeah. Like, I, I got to yeah. say, though, my absolute favorite Edmonds business, though, is Daphne's. Daphne's, yeah. For sure. Yeah. And What's it, that? It, oh, Daphne's Bar, right on Main Street. Yeah. And uh, do you remember when Dapper's opened? Small please.
2: Uh, ah, gosh, man, it was probably like around 2010-ish, Something somewhere like around that. there. Yeah, yeah.
0: With, you know, relatively new in the grand yeah. scheme of things for Edmonds, but yeah. just an awesome, awesome little bar. I can't remember the owner's name, but yeah, there's
2: a bunch of fantastic restaurants down here that have just opened in the last five or six years. We've had a few pretty famous chefs move into town and open a bunch of places, so. When you're down here, man, I mean, you can't throw a stick without hitting some insanely good restaurant.
0: Also, for food, shout out to Dimitri's. Yes, Dimitri's, Saladilla. too, for sure, yeah. Go get to any of seafood-related.
2: Yeah,
1: one of my faves,
2: yeah. yeah. Bob,
1: you probably fished up here, huh? Uh, off the edge of the pier. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's fun. Right yeah. now, i the season. So get your, uh, go get your pole, get your license, and catch some pinks. Let's
1: go. I don't know. Yeah. All right, you guys ready to knock it on the head? Yeah, let's land this plane. All right, Jeremy, take us home.
0: All right, so uh, a typical shout-out for, you know, check our socials, click, like, subscribe. Uh, What's the other one? Uh, Smash, uh, whatever. Uh, We do, the new website is working pretty consistently, dimlightspodcast.com. Also, the YouTube channel is, again, working.
2: Well, and I'd also (laughs) like to say, uh, so September 16th, Mm It's the big Rainier Beer Festival in Georgetown at the original day. It's our
1: day. What anniversary is our day? day?
2: It's not marking any anniversary. It's just an annual event they do every year. So this year it's on uh, September 16th. That's a Saturday. And we're talking about maybe recording an episode there. So if you attend that festival, look out for us. You see us, stop by and say hi, and you know we might be uh, recording, doing a little stealth recording. We'll
0: we'll be wearing uh, neon green bucket caps,
2: (laughs) right? You will be wearing neon green bucket caps. Okay, I will be wearing neon green bucket caps.
1: Come get your vitamin R. Look for Jeremy and the beer bottle. Yeah. uh, I'll be
2: decked out in some vitamin R gear for sure. (laughs) Yeah, I got. And neon green bucket caps. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You got 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 me.
2: Yeah, right. it should be a fun event. So anyway, so that's coming up. Uh, but other than that, yeah, let's land. Thanks this plane. everybody. Yeah, Thank check you. us
0: out uh, at our day. Otherwise, we'll see you in ep- ec- nec- yeah, next oh, the next episode. Shout out to Angles Pub, also the Angles, uh, the, the local crowd. We'll watch yellow shots in the bar. Hell Club. yeah! And also we got the hookups. We got we got the great the deals tonight. tonight. Yeah. Great deal. yeah, Big shout out to Angles. For Bartender sure.
1: Carissa, thank you for taking care of us. As
0: well, awesome. All right, thanks
1: everybody. We're out. Cheers.